Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another episode of Masters of Rock Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Ferris Kennedy, and to the right of me, a man who is no stranger to playing chess with the late, great Tom Snyder. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> In New Tom. York, was it Central Park? It was Central Park, but even then, the smoke <laughs> got in my eyes. God, he smoked like a chimney. My name is Dr. Ian Clark, and it's wonderful to be with you today. And it is a beautiful day today here. Oh, it's gorgeous outside. My gosh. And this is uh, a beautiful day to talk about a beautiful topic. What's that? Of things that irritate both you and I. Amy. Oh, wow. Well, that's a long list. I have an ulcer to prove that. But we, we got a, no, a different... <laughs> we have a different type of list yeah. that's going to irritate you. So this is basically 41 artists that Ian and I have combined together that are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. And that, to me, is just pure ignorance for the reason why these names are not in the Rock Hall. I don't care if you had an issue with them in the past, but if you don't like them, it doesn't matter. You just have to respect them. I'll use a sports analogy. As for those of you who know me from the show and in my personal life, I'm a huge Miami Dolphins fan. For 20 years, I've despised the New England Patriots and Tom Brady. Why? Yeah. Because he always won. <laughs> yeah. And it left my Dolphins in Jeez. second tier. Jeez, I wonder why. But just because I don't like the team and I wasn't a huge fan of their quarterback, I'm not going to deny the fact that he's got seven Super Bowl championships. He is the GOAT. And he is going to go into the Football Hall of Fame. Oh, easy. And you can't deny him that. And no. as a fan of the game of football, I want him to go to the Hall of Fame because he did break barriers. And at age 45, he is still going. So let's revert back to classic rock. If you don't like them, it doesn't matter. But if they're still going and still producing music that people love, then so be it. They've earned their right. So, Yeah, rock- we're in my throwing, were they influential? Look, I can't tolerate Frank Zappa. But he was hugely influential. What can exactly. I say? Yeah. You can't, there's certain artists you can't tolerate. Certain athletes you can't tolerate. So I know all the people that do not like Tom Brady, but they're not going to say he doesn't belong. Of course he belongs. Seven Super Bowls. Records. All yeah, over. I mean, you can't Come deny on. that. Yeah. And that's a perfect example I could give people. So to all my people, fins up. And let's get on with the list. Well, and I'll preface it by saying, you know, I'm not a big fan of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to begin with. Yeah, Jan Wenner and... Uh, Emmett Erdogan from formerly of he's Atlantic Records, but I can live with it. I'm okay. It's there. Um, Ray Davies of the Kings once said it's kind of a drag because rock and roll is not supposed to be respectable. I guess so, and I know it's commercial, but in the end, you don't have to. You know, it's like the Oscars. You don't have to watch them. So, in the end, it exists, and I'm okay with that. By the way, the actual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum is excellent if you ever get a chance. So I need to go. And Ian and I were actually going to plan this. Yeah. We we're going to go and record a show there. In Cleveland, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll even catch an, uh, a Guardians game to uh, for some <laughs> baseball. Uh, a Guardians. <laughs> wow, 40 and slip there. I know, good for you. Uh, yeah, Guardians game. So uh, we'll look forward to that. Not the roller derby, by the way, the baseball <laughs> team, okay? Just so you know. <laughs> that could be interesting, too. 
Anyway, yeah, in other words, folks, these are ba bands that I may not be in love with. We each have about 20, 21 on our list, but they should be in this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Why they, well, there's a number of reasons why they aren't. Some even haven't been nominated, let alone in the damn thing. So bear with us. You know what? You can also we, go to our site and, uh, and we'll. Uh, We'll uh, respond to your your suggestions of who should be in there, who shouldn't. We're on Facebook. It's probably the easiest way to do it, right? Uh, well, we we use the nomenclature serious rock talk, and we can help you out that way. Why don't we kick it in? All right. So I'm going to start with one. Ian's going to continue with the other. Back and forth. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna you know bounce off one another. So obviously, everyone that knows me, Brian Adams, he's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> and if you remember a New Year's Eve show from our other show. I need him to be on the list, the first ballot to get in there this year. So come on, Dave Grohl. Come on, Questlove. Come on, Flea. And what's the other guy? Art Madu What's his name? Oh, I forget. I know the guy you mean. <laughs> Art something. The the guy that started this thing. Edigan? Erdogan? Uh, I think Ahmed Erdogan's dead, but someone else has kicked in. Yeah. Well, why don't... Has he even been nominated? So Adams? he's been eligible since 05. He hasn't been nominated for the well, Rock Hall. good luck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's been surprisingly quiet about it. He almost found himself on stage for an induction ceremony uh, in 2021 for Tina Turner, uh, which he had the hit duet, It's Only Love. But unfortunately, oh, yeah. he ended yeah. up missing the event because he had tested positive for COVID. So hopefully, now that he's already in the Canadian Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for songwriting, hopefully this will spark something to at least get him in there. And I think once he's nominated, I think... I, I, I'll be one of the people for sure voting on it. And Ian, I'm just going to beg for you and I'll take you out for a steak dinner. To no, I might it. do it then. So uh, why is he not in there? I don't know. It's mind-blowing, you know. I think after Cuts Like a Knife and Reckless, two solid albums, that should pretty well That should earn pretty your, well do it. Usually, I think one good album. <laughs> you know, yeah, like I'm not in love with the guy, but he's a great songwriter. So he should be there. I think part of it, this is just me because he's Canadian. Sorry. Uh, that's just the way it, the cookie crumbles. And um, oh, I'm going to talk about Boston and Tom Schultz. You know, the, the, the first, Boston's first two albums sold zillions of copies. And Schultz made a really good point in, in regards to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He said, to paraphrase, one of the problems with it is that we snuck in under the critics' kind of radar. We, we just appeared. In fact, he made the first album in his basement i love this guy he was indie before indie was indie and it just blew everyone away uh and it just irritated the rock and roll hall of fame and so it, the first album went 17 times platinum not once 17 everyone had the album everybody knows the spaceship right i got it twice picture mm. disc and oh really yeah there you go so and he's not in so i'm, I'm like it's just irritating why it's because he's not a critic's favorite. He's not a Rolling Stone type of guy. Sorry. That's my take. That's uh, he, They should be in. Uh, second, uh, next one here on the list, Alice in Chains. Obviously, Lane Staley, the great Lane Staley, late great Lane Staley, yeah. with a hell of a voice, could hit octaves from anywhere. Uh, if you heard their Unplugged album, and this is when Unplugged albums were really good when MTV took over. They were like probably one of the best albums out there of a lot of bands that had acoustic stuff. That is one of their, their top selling albums. It is considered a studio album. So why not induct these guys? They are, you know, 
right they, they, they were influenced by Nirvana and they continued like the true grunge yeah so put them in there do something come why on why do you think why they're not in there I don't know it, 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 for me I think it's probably they don't fit that criteria of you know well you know we're looking more at this type of character okay, okay you know oh well lane staley went to rehab 13 times then he he kicked the can because he couldn't yeah you know so could it be that i don't know you know it is bizarre allison changes it in there yeah my next guy up is joe cocker everybody knows joe cocker from woodstock mad dogs and englishman little help from my friends why is he not in the, i mean it's just the i should say the late joe cocker I don't get it. Is there like a personal problem? He did some great albums. He did one of the great tours, you know, with Leon Russell. What is the issue? Over to you. BTO, why isn't Randy Bachman in that stupid guitar that they finally found <laughs> after? I know, in Japan or something. Yeah, I know. Um, listen, I want Randy Bachman in there just because, again, it's Canadian, Winnipeg. We'll talk about obviously the other band that he, he yeah, was part we of. Will. That you know, uh, why not? What Randy Bachman did from that small time span after the other band from seventy two to what seventy nine? If that long, yeah. I, I don't. They know. didn't hit eighty. I don't think they. I don't think they 80. made eighty either. No, but you know. In this trivia, they had a song called "Taking Care of Business." Elvis Presley heard it, and TCB became his slogan. There's some. Tri- they should get in just for that. Hey, if Elvis recognized you, hey, why not? Why not? So uh, BTO should be in there, but I think um, his friendship and history with someone else is the reason why he's probably not there. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened. Believe it or not, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young aren't in there. Crosby, Stills, and Nash are, and Young is separately. So I don't know. They did. They were, listen. They did a great few great albums. Uh, if you heard one of our former podcasts um, uh, from Masters of Rock Talk, you'll know uh, we, we speak a bit about David Crosby. The, they should definitely be in there. All I can think of is they might, the organizers must think, wow, they, they were in once close enough. Young has been in too, uh, with, even with Buffalo Springfield. Ah, so forget about it. So I'm a little easier on that one. You know, I can take it easy. So Young's there twice. Crosby's there is twice. Twice. Stephen um, Stills is twice. Twice. And Graham Nash is twice. So the Hollies. Hollies. Wow. I know. It's incredible. Impressive. Um, next one, the Black Crows. Why not? They debuted in 1990, making them first eligible to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2016. The two brothers, both Chris and Rich Robinson, come on. They made up. They pieced. They, they forgave each other. Just not alone. They should be in. <laughs> yeah, it's a great <laughs> rock and roll band. There's nothing weird about it. No. Right? they. Yeah, exactly. They're just pure rock. They're pure like the Stones or something. There's nothing complicated. Next guy up I have is Rick Derringer. He's been around since the mid-60s with Hang On, Sloopy, and all the stuff he did with the Edgar Winter and the, uh, McCoys. And the McCoys, yeah, back in the 60s. He's, he's like one of the go-to guys for um, uh, uh, studio musicians. He's a great guitar player. What is the issue? Just bring him in. You know, I mean, I don't understand it. So, anyway, back uh, to you. Ronnie James Dio. You know, despite his successful stints in Rainbow and Black Sabbath and fronting his own eponymous band, which is the Ronnie James Dio band, 
he's ever gotten a nod. Even when Black Sabbath got in, I believe in 02 or 06, sorry, in 06, he wasn't even part of it. When did he die? How long ago was it? Do you remember? Uh, I can't remember. It's in the 2000s. Is it? Yeah, I think you're right. It's too bad. Because, again, like I said, stints with Rainbow and, and Black Sabbath, like, it's Ronnie F and Dio, like the guy. Yeah, I know be in there. he's a classic. <laughs> I next I, I have Devo, Devo, and uh, Whip It, Whip It, good. Listen, you don't again. They're kind of goofy, I know, but they were hugely influential. Um, I just don't understand why not. All I can think of is that they don't have the you know they don't sound like Chuck Berry. They don't sound like the Rolling Stones. I don't know what it is. They're a new wave band from, you know, what, the late 70s and the 80s. Just bring them in. You, you have to kind of, they're at the grown-up table. It's okay to recognize them. Billy Idol is next on the list. It should be in there. And why not the, you know, the era, the MTV era punk heartthrob who's had uh, Steve Stevens by his side collaborating with the guitar ever since Billy Idol started rocking. He started off kind of like punk. Yeah, he started with uh, over in England punk, hence the name Billy Idol, right? But why? He's a great rock and roller. Why not? My next guy up, I couldn't believe this when I read that Peter Frampton is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, I'm glad I'm sitting down when I'm reading this. The best-selling live album of all time in the history of our planet. That alone, forget Humble Pie, other stuff he's done. What is the issue with Peter Frampton? I don't get it. I'm totally lost. Next one I have here, Jane's Addiction. Uh, Perry Farrell and Dave Navarro. Enough said. Dave Navarro did five years with um, with Red Hot Chili Peppers. He has been known as one of the top guitarists. Not by Rolling Stone, by us. Okay, <laughs> just so you know, we have our yeah. own list. because. Yeah. He, he's he, he's up there as a guitarist, and their music is original. Jane's Addiction is solid. Why not? It's, again, like that grunge thing, I think. It's I think a, it must be. It's a grunge thing. Well, I have, well uh, Grand Funk Railroad is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for a while. I think 71, 72, something like that. They were the biggest-selling stadium U.S. stadium band in the world. Like, that alone. And they're great songs like We're an American Band or Walk Like a Man. I don't know. Mark Farner had a beautiful voice, great rock voice. I don't understand it. Next one, I got Huey Lewis in the news. Like, what part of the 80s did you not hear about Huey Lewis in the news? Yeah, he was everywhere. You know, the whole Back to the Future soundtrack was Huey Lewis in the news. In fact, he acted in that, I think, the first one. Yes, he did. He acted it. He's, he's, He's always been a stable singer. His band was, like you said, Ian, back in the day because they started off older that was an actual job for them yeah it was they a took job. it seriously he was married he liked to play golf like this was a pro so come on bring these guys in well bring in the guess who winnipeg's guess who i mean this is total you it's almost like it's personal ignorance it's ignorance yeah, it's pure ignorance. ignorance how can you not bring in the, they have like 30 classic songs i don't know how you avoid do you have to actually avoid talking about them and when they meet together at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? How do you avoid the guess who? They're an amazing band. So, you think that meeting's like that? Hey guys, guess who? <laughs> guess who? We're not going to even in, or, or list or talk to. 
Burton Cummings and the boys. I mean, how can you avoid that? And you can let in, oh, I don't know, Pat Benatar? Okay, stop it. Uh, next one, Meatloaf. What part of I created theatrical rock don't yeah, you understand? I know. That of the Hell has to be one of the best albums out there. It's an incredible album. From start to finish, so, you know, like, this is meat. Come on. I don't understand. Todd Rundgren produced it. It's an amazing album. That alone, let alone Rocky Horror Picture Show and all the rest of it, he was a great theatrical rocker. Uh, he may not have had the duration of somebody like Alice Cooper, who's around the late 60s. I get it. He was still pretty amazing, and he should be in there. You think it's because his look at the time, because he was a heavier guy, didn't really fit the, 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 the cut that they want? Because uh, he maybe, would... or maybe they thought of him as more of an actor who was like kind of like the monkeys. I'll get to that, but they don't like actors who become rock stars. I don't know what it is. It's you know my it's, next. It's deranged. It's deranged. I have in excess, in excess for those of us around at the time in the nineties. We're a huge band out of uh, Australia. They had great hits. I always thought of them kind of like if the doors had stuck together and went gone a different way. They had that kind of uh, darkness to them. Um, they're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I had no idea until I was doing the research for this segment. So that's silly. Next I got is Motley Crue, and I, I don't know. I'm just up in arms with this. Like, probably one of the greatest metal bands out there in the 80s. You want to call them hair metal? I don't care. Maybe that's the problem, right? Could be. But those four guys have been together just for one album where Vince Neil kind of pieced out. Then he came back. They did an album sober, and it's the top album, Dr. Feelgood. And they said it was the hardest thing they ever did. Come on. Mick Mars. Nikki Six, Tommy Lee, Vince Neil. You want to indu induct also John Five, who's touring with them, and John Karabi? I'm okay with that. Put all six guys in. Let's do it. Just put Molly Crew in. Come on. Well, on the lines, listen, I'm no Iron Maiden fan. I can't believe Iron Maiden's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, why? <laughs> they're just so, um, uh, how can I say, omnipresent. Like, everyone knows Iron Maiden. They've had great metal music. I think it's got to be a metal thing. Why wouldn't you do that? They're lots of fun, right? You think so, it's metal? I don't know what it is. It doesn't conform to uh, uh, Van Morrison. It doesn't conform to the Beatles, Rolling Stones, uh, anyone else who is in there, right? Even the Foo Fighters, you know, or it doesn't. Yeah, I think it's a heavier sound scares them. A different sound like Devo scares them. I don't know. Well, the fact that you said metal, I got Ozzy Osbourne next on the list yeah, here. There you go. So despite, you know, selling roughly twice as many albums as a solo artist than with Black Sabbath, why isn't the Prince of Darkness in there? He is so influential yeah. for even today's generation where you got guys like Post Malone and Travis Scott saying, hey, we even though we're hip-hop, we kind of want to collaborate with Ozzy Osbourne. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I'm, I'll talk about Jethro Tull. I didn't, again, a surprise. Ian Anderson and his, his mates are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, I, I think it's because he's too, arti he's too pro, he's too prog or something. He's not rock and roll enough. You really he's, think they're prog? Oh, yeah. Jethro yeah. Tull was proggy. Okay. They're known for it, I think. They're not like King Crimson or something or Embers Lake and Palmer, but they're pretty proggy, and they're not even close to an induction. 
The next one that's not on the that's on the list but not in a true virtuoso, Joe Satriani. He's regarded as one of the most technical, proficient guitarists in rock history. Generations have been, been have been influenced by his work ever since he came out. This what is it? The Silver Surfer, Surfing yes. with the Alien. Yeah, yeah. Like, come that's, on, that was huge. He didn't sing. But, no, he's like Jeff Beck. Yeah. They don't sing. They don't have to. But why isn't he not in there? I don't know. And he's rock. Listen, why isn't King Crimson in there? Prague. <laughs> Prague. That's right. You don't have to like Robert Fripp and the guys. It doesn't matter. They've been around since, what, 69, according to the Crimson King. They're very influential. Isn't that part of Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame mandate? Is in- influence? So that one's bothersome. Well, here, I think we're onto a pattern here because Nirvana's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but and so is Pearl Jam. But yet, Soundgarden... Is not yeah, in the that, does, that doesn't make any sense. Again, we're going to, it seems to be metal, prog, grunge. Yeah, maybe. So they figured, oh, no, no, we only let in two guys, Nirvana and Pearl Jam as grunge, and uh, Foo Fighters because he was already there before anyways, which I have no issues with those three bands. I love them all. But why not Soundgarden? Yeah, if you get to the other guys, I don't understand. Now, <laughs> everyone knows Jan, Jan Wenner has a personal problem with the monkeys. Uh, you know, the prefab for whatever you want to call them. I love the Monkees. They have millions of followers. They're a great band. They had great songs, good entertainers. Um, so what if they were um, picked out of a T for a TV show? A lot of bands are so-called prefab. In fact, half the boy bands on the radio now are prefab. So what? What an old man's criticism that... You know they didn't they didn't bump into each other in a in an alleyway and form a band. You're living in some kind of weird movie. That's not the way things always work. The Monkees now there's only one left out of the four. We're a great band. So anyway, they're not even close to uh, an induction. Next one going back to I think we've on a pattern here. Steppenwolf. I Metal, know. I know. Kind of. I don't get it. Uh, uh, John K. You know like. Created something unique. It's it's almost the sound of heavy metal. There's similarities it. on certain songs to Led Zeppelin. Similarities. Yeah, that's true. You know, uh, okay, they're not Led Zeppelin, but uh, for a Canadian band to produce some heavy metal and influence influence they other had a movies, big influence, yeah, artists, sure, other Canadian artists. I bet you other Canadian artists are influenced by them already in the Rock and Hall of Fame, and these guys are still there waiting. I, I don't get it, and <sighs> if it hasn't happened by now, it's probably not going to happen. Like Martha Hoople. I didn't know Moth Hoople wasn't. Ian Hunter's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Is he in there alone, though? No, no. Oh, okay. He's just not in there. And I don't understand why why that is. Hugely influential, Moth Hoople. Well, Prague again. Supertramp. Yeah, that's bizarre to me. Roger Hodgson, and you guys have heard this in our previous shows, I always admitted, and Ian does not disagree, He's got one of the greatest voices out there. Yeah, it's great. It's unique. Rick Davies, excellent keyboard player. Yeah. You know? I I don't get it. And the compositions, like Crime of the Century, and all these, they're very strong writers. Breakfast in America, Crime yeah. of the Century, I Crisis just, with Crisis. Like, there's three in a row. That should get you, like, that'll get you into rock and roll heaven. The rule is... One solid album, right? Usually, you need one solid, two, like Steve Miller, 
you have the rest of your career mapped. So out. you two did it with the Joshua Tree, yeah. and that's that cemented them into the rock. Yeah, hall. forever. That's it. They don't have to work. <clears throat> Harry Nielsen, again, Harry Nielsen had a voice of an angel, and there's a reason why all the Beatles called him their favorite performer. Look at. I don't know why Harry Nielsen's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All those great songs you wrote and all the great songs he sang. I just think it's uh, it's not even oversight. You have to go to your way almost with that Harry Nielsen. Why? What's the, what's the, again, I, I know I sound like a broken record here, but I, I love to talk to them and say, what would be the problem with Harry Nielsen? Rainbow. Richie Blackmore. James, uh, Ronnie James Dio. Um, so Blackmore's already in on Deep Purple, and maybe yeah. because he didn't attend a ceremony in 2016, out of spite. Well, that's Blackmore. That's Blackmore. Okay, yeah. so you don't think they're 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 pinning it he's, on? He's no, he's a very difficult personality. I don't get it. Like I think Rainbow was a great collaboration for their metal. Yeah, I'd say kind of thin metal. We used to call it like they're not heavy metal. So here we go again with the yeah. Oh, well, maybe you're onto something there, metal, Mr. Kennedy. Yeah, metal, grunge, and prog. Prog. <laughs> I don't know. Well, look at Oasis. I listen. I they're not grunge. They're not grunge. I don't know what the, they're pre-grunge or something, but they're. I don't know what. It, maybe it's because they're battling brothers. You know what's the story? Morning Glory. Like these are. That's a great album. That alone gets you in. I don't understand why Oasis and folks. It was a surprise again until I did research. I just naturally, as a, as a re- reflex, thought, "Yeah, Oasis, of course, they were huge." Don't look back in anger. Wonderwall. I don't get it. Uh, next one, uh, the Smashing Pumpkins. Billy Corgan, we know, is sometimes a pill to deal with. Yeah, he's difficult. He's difficult, but. Again, like we said in the beginning, you can't take away credit where credit yeah. is due. This guy knows how to write songs. He just knows how to write songs. And he's written good songs. And he's got a good voice. Yeah, it's true. And th- their album, Siamese Dreams, Yeah, come on. I don't get it. It's up there with the Pixies. Listen, they're a difficult band. I know they... They're uh, how could I say uh, uneven, um, and they, they've never been a big seller, but hugely influential. I mean, Nirvana used to talk about them uh, on the radio. Had David Bowie, Bono, all these guys have sung praises to uh, to, to the Pixies. So, if you're going to go for influence, you better think about the Pixies. Next one I got is Lenny Kravitz, who's already taken the stage twice. Once performing When Doves Cry and The Cross in 2017 at a Prince tribute. Yeah. And last year in 2022, he inducted Lionel Richie. So That's bizarre. It is bizarre. Uh, but yet, you know, he's had more than 40 million albums sold worldwide. Hit songs like Let Love Rule, Laid It Over Till It's Over, Are You Gonna Go My Way and Fly Away. He's been eligible since 2015. So what? It's rock. He's rock. I don't know. Again, it's up there because he looks too cool. He is cool. He's, <laughs> yeah, maybe that maybe you nailed it. Iggy Pop definitely doesn't look cool. He got <laughs> uh, the Igster doesn't care. In fact, he's anti-cool. Maybe at the fate the Stooges got in rather, um, and I get that, and that's his band, the Stooges. But Iggy Pop really, come on, is the Stooges? Why not? Iggy Pop is ridic- <laughs> ridiculously influential. If somebody wants to no Iggy, no punk. Like, that's a heavy statement, I know. But it's pretty good. Iggy Punk, talk about the godfather of punk. 
He's not in there. Maybe you hit, maybe Mr. Candy nailed it. Maybe because he's too punky. He's too weird. I don't know. Well, speaking of weird, how would, how good would it be if we could induct Alfred Matthew Weird Al Yankovic? That would be weird. I'm not sure if I'm with you on that one. Well, they would upset the Rock and Hall of Fame for sure, but let's let's just go on the criteria. He's got 14 albums, six of which went platinum. My God. Now, they have a musical excellence, uh, and I believe they also have a writing category. Okay. all right. So give him writing category, because even though the parodies that he's done has sold more than the original songs. <laughs> like a surgeon? Like okay. a surgeon or Operating a for the, yeah. Amish Paradise did more than Gangster's <laughs> Paradise. Smell Like Nirvana is almost... Well, no, no, come on. I'm just teasing. Uh, we're having fun here. <laughs> but why not? That would be pretty funny. I don't... Yeah. I don't have... That's a weird category. Well, musical... They have that category of... Writing collaboration. Oh, maybe, maybe they should, yeah. Like with the one that Ringo Starr is in. Back in- <laughs> I'm being honest. Remember, you smirked that thought with you. are like, oh. I know. Because you're upset that they put him in the same category as Billy Preston, and that kind of disappointed you. Yeah, Ringo, Ringo <laughs> is a problem child for me. Uh, not as much as Edgar Winter and Johnny Winter. The Winter brothers are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they are so ridiculously talented. Edgar Winter, multi-instrumentalist, keyboardist, uh, sax player, what have you, guitar player. Johnny Winter was a guitar god. I had no idea these guys weren't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Neither one of them. What, what is the issue? You just don't like the people from Texas? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Neither brother's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And Johnny's gone now, of course. And the last one I I put, he's in there with his band, but not there's a solo artist. Why not John Bon Jovi? Yeah. He has two speeches, apparently. One to accept it to saying thank you, and the other one to kind of give them big middle finger. So maybe that's, they probably got wind you on that You may not want to hear that, yeah. They want to hear that, but I don't know. Maybe it's because he's a fellow Italian. I'm a little biased. I love the guy. At the end of the day, I think he's a great songwriter. We know the band Bon Jovi is him. So why not just induct him alone and give him his little moment because he's got nice hair. <laughs> he does, even now, in, in middle age, he has nice hair. Well, folks, I agree with this, disagree, um, what have you. I'm sure you have your own list of people that should, listen, in general should be noticed for their talents and art. So email them to us if you'd like, and we'll put them on the air. And with that, this is our denouement. Where we say bye-bye, have a great life. Have a great life, and if you're grunge, prog, or metal, the (laughs) Rock and Roll Hall of Fame probably won't look at it. Write to them and tell them. (laughs) Tell them we asked for forgiveness. Bye. Bye.